All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. We are doing something interesting today. It is going to be completely in English. And we are going, I have guests actually. I have Jolene and Kristen with me. Welcome, ladies. Hello. <laughs> Why did you? <laughs> Why did you get like. I said I was gonna present you on stage or something. <laughs> anyway, we're not camera shy at all. We're <laughs> bike shy. Mike shy. Alright, um, so basically, they are two. I'm just gonna present you guys. They are two badass women. You know, like the women that you wanna meet that are like boss babes and out here living their life? They are them. Congratulations, ladies. It's a <laughs> what an place intro. To be in, in I life. love this. <laughs> love that. And um, anyway, I'm gonna have them introduce themselves, but just you know, today's topic is um, how to make friends because of the way we met and the energy we have. We do have two cents on the topic. All right. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to say anything? You don't have to. Hi, I'm Jolene. Um, I think, and what's, what brought me to Argentina, so uh, I okay. yes. have been a digital nomad for the last two years, and Argentina just kind of called to me in <laughs> December, so I've been here since then. I was meant to be here for a month, and now we've been here almost six months. You have, <laughs> has anyone ever told you you have an amazing voice? Really? Like no. an amazing <laughs> podcast voice? I, I agree. I would fucking <laughs> listen to that. Yes. Yeah. And, and the way you read the book, honestly, you have something with... With the voice? Oh, okay. Speaking. I mean, I, I did work in customer support for a while, so that's my customer support voice. Ah, uh, makes I'm sense. Like, Please makes don't sense. be angry with me. <laughs> wow, that sounds like an interesting podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so why Argentina? It just called you? Yeah, it called to me. I was supposed to be in Europe, and things mm. kind of pivoted because COVID, travel, etc. So I felt really called. Actually... Uh, as I was choosing places, um, my stepdad was like, okay, where are you going to go? And I was like, okay, I have a couple things in mind. He's like, which one is the most exciting one? And I was like, okay, yeah, it's going to be Buenos Aires. He's like, I think you already know where you're going. I'm like, oh, I do. <laughs> what a great stepdad. Yeah, yes, this, this he basically <laughs> did the light and heavy thing with you. He's he like, did. what feels good for your intuition? Yeah. And that's actually, I was going to say another point that connects all of us. Sorry, this is my bother you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Not that's at all. That, okay. I think that's one that connects all of us too is that we are look. We're trying to. I, I feel like we're trying to learn about our intention or like listen to that inner voice. Right. Mm-hmm. Trying to find like l- like allow it to be louder. Right. Allow like, I think it. For so long, receive. it's been drowned out by other noises, and now it's like, okay, what do you want to say? Well, that is the perfect segue <laughs> for my intro. I fucking love it. We're just flowing. We're fl- I was thinking flow. I love it. Because intuition is what brought me to Argentina. What? Because I moved here uh, four years ago now, and I was called, like, drawn to move abroad to Latin America after a solo backpacking trip. I fell in love with Latin America, and I went back to the U.S., and, like, just couldn't shake wanting to get back to Latin America in general. And I was like, 
I need to get back. Like, the U.S. didn't feel like my place. And I started to look for jobs and end up finding one in Buenos Aires. <gasps> and what? moved here. Wait, what kind of job? Um, I worked in an HR company here. Okay. Yeah. And I moved here just because I, like, just knew. I, my inner voice was saying, like, it just, like, all felt right. Like, there was just so much, like, clarity. So wow. I kept it a secret from my family that I was applying because I didn't want the voices to get in the yeah. way of my inner all voice. The pressure. And I just kept doing all the steps. And then I got the offer. And I didn't tell anyone oh but my God. close friends yeah. until I got the offer. And because I didn't want anyone's voice to get in my head wow. to drown out my intuition. And so I moved here like completely alone without even like, I mean, I knew, I didn't know anyone here. I had one friend of a friend who was the first friend I had here. And then I met people through my work and then t with the time community, which yeah. we're going to talk about. But yeah, it all started with intuition and... Uh, that was the beginning of really listening, like, because we all have it, you mm -hmm. know, and we're all following it now, but it's just get connecting with it uh, deeper so that when it's speaking, we can, like, listen because it can get so jaded by outside noise, you know? Yeah, and it's, like, family, friends, news, what's on social media, all of that affects what you know you take in and really you just need to listen to what actually feels right at the end of the day and dr seuss reference <laughs> i love it i love it here we go oh my god wait can i okay oh, can i just preface this for a second because i have not talked to them about this yet <laughs> guys um so i haven't uploaded a podcast since I was in the United States. I didn't record anything there. So in the United States, I found I went to Walmart and I saw this book. It's Oh the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. And I just started reading it and started crying because I related to what it was saying so much. And actually I think it's also because in the United States I really was in that section where it's like kind of scary, like you're alone and mm. Um, you know those moments where I think there are seasons where I, I don't know why it happens and I don't know it doesn't matter why but we just get pushed into this it's like the pressure makes diamonds situation you know what I mean oh, yeah. where it's like, it's like no I don't know I don't know <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that anyway I was just exploring my mind and I shared the book with the girls and what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to reference the alone period, yeah. the season. Oh, okay. Yeah. What were you going to say like, about that? Just that uh, intuition, like, requires you to be with yourself, right? In my opinion. So to silence out outside noise, really having time with yourself to connect with, like, what your own voice is saying, uh, which is a huge belief of mine. So, like... It's just, like, having your own time to, like, really connect with yourself, whether it's, like, meditation or, I don't know, being in nature, but to really, like, connect with what you want and what, like, your inner voice is telling you because I think when we're always with friends and family and the news and, like, social media, it's so easy to get, like, caught up in others, what others want or what others are sharing. So, like, having, like, detoxes mm -hmm. and seasons of, like, solitude almost. 
Yeah, no, I think that's important. It's like you have to figure out, like, how do you energetically reset? Um, Oh, wow, that's a cool point, too. (laughs) Yeah, because then it's it's like, okay, when when all of this is happening, um, like, what are your go-to grounding tools to kind of get back to your center? Grounding tools. Yeah, and that was, like, something that my therapist um, had brought up. You know, whenever I would get triggered or whenever something you know, situations that you're in on a day-to-day, it's like, okay, well, how do you get back to center? And, like, we would have mantras of, like, I'm here now, I'll be there soon. It was one. Um, so, say that. Um, another thing would just be, like, spending some time doing things, maybe on your own, but things that would just really rejuvenate you, like, whether that's a sport or, you know, reading a book, uh, listening to music, like, having those foundational things that you have as your found, uh, like kind of as your like not safety net, but some kind of like that where you know what's there for you, and you can reach back into that journaling. That could be it. You know, you can reach back into that bag of like energy goodies, I guess, <laughs> to like lift your you back kit. up. Your toolkit. There you go. I like that analogy a lot better. Your toolkit. So you have like a lot of like books on the shelf of your like you know that can also be another analogy, but like you have all these things that you can pull. Hmm whenever you do feel a little depleted yeah agreed how did you guys find what works for you a lot of practice exactly and that goes back to the book and and learning you're just gonna keep exploring and like pushing the edge and just figuring it out i have actually something i want to add here and then we'll go into the friendships thing did I tell you guys about the oh did I tell you guys about the whole like taking the position of a mother in my life no. Okay, so I um <clears throat> I started noti- noticing how hostile I could be with myself in regards to like trying something. And to give you a very practical example, um a situation with a guy, right? Something's going from maybe a little bit more friendship to more. And these are new forms of communication for me. And I realized that a part of me was like Oh my gosh um like like anxious about what i might say and then i had a conversation with myself and i was like listen you're trying this for the first time and you're allowed to speak from the heart and if somehow it turns out wrong and like he's gone or something which doubt that will happen i'm gonna have your back like um you're not in a hostile environment anymore and i realized like growing up what's the first thing they like when you fail a test what is the the reaction for people it's like scolding you how dare you or like a kid like draws on the wall the parents are like no no like what are you doing you know what i mean like disappointment yeah so we like get programmed that trying something new if it turns out wrong equals pain like or that failure is is bad yeah the programming yeah yeah and i like as and this is actually ironic because i actually think my mom's one of like the best moms in the world like i love the way she raised me um like i'm taking that position in my life like from every authority figure like no it's actually almost this attitude like i'm an adult and no one's coming to punish me Mm. like no one's coming to ground me and i can like create this environment in my life where I have my own back and I meet myself with love and compassion and actually thinking about this is why I wrote that you're being met with compassion from yourself as you meet yourself with compassion the world reflects that and meets you with compassion it's like you can just come from understanding 
Wow. Once you know that you have your own back, like you're limitless because you are able then to take risks, put yourself out there, do and try everything, be open to all of it because you know at the end of the day that you have yourself. So if you go out, like we're relating this to like making friends, you go out, you don't meet anyone, cool, you're coming home to yourself and that's a great thing. Like you love yourself, you know, and you're taking care of you. So. You segued that so well. <laughs> love that we are in flow right I now. I <laughs> agree more with this. Like it's so, so true. And like also having moments with yourself where you see how much you've changed and grown and just being like, wow, I'm proud of you to yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can have like, and like honestly, I had a moment like this like a week and a half ago and I was like just in awe because so many years years back I was my biggest critic as we all have Mm -hmm. likely been and when you grow in self-love and when you really start to be compassionate with yourself you can even celebrate yourself to see like you know what wow like look at how much I've changed like how beautiful and, like, I'm so proud of me for, like, going through this journey. It's been so hard at times, but look at now, you know? And you can, like, celebrate that moment with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so easy to celebrate friends, celebrate family. Um, and it's, like, this discomfort with celebrating yourself. But we all deserve to celebrate ourselves because you know yourself best. You know your journey better than anyone, right? And who to recognize, like, that progress more than you yourself, you know? Yeah, that's you you radiate such, like, beautiful feminine energy. Thank oh. you. I feel like I've been <laughs> in my masculine a lot lately. Really? <laughs> because I've been, like, in, like, work mode, and I'm like, oh, I need to get back into the feminine. There's but, seasons. Uh, There's yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah. But I, I appreciate and that. And you were saying that you are switching seasons, too. Yeah, I actually did a quantum jump meditation. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yes. I feel like, um, I feel re- I feel like I've not finished infusing the transition, but I feel like I am just, everything's aligned. <laughs> it's a great feeling. You guys are both like going into like masculine to feminine energy and like switching. Is no, I'm going, going from, from feminine. feminine, I'm going from feminine to masculine. Well, oh. f- right for me now, the feminine, it's like ruling the masculine. Mm. It's amazing. But- is the key the balance because this is what I've been like exploring since Mexico a lot oh. is like I really grew to learn and understand masculine feminine so much better living in Mexico and now I really like can tell like the seasons and I'm like ooh when I'm when I'm in a heavy season of one I'm like what can I do to bring back the other to balance this out because I do believe there's a like a beauty in the balance to make you feel more grounded almost yeah well I'm curious like like what your thoughts are on that (laughs) mine and they're just mine but um I'm just having fun floating and I'm like I'm not necessarily looking to be grounded at the moment Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like fuck it I want to go all (laughs) in like and just explore it and I'm in a season of my in my life where I can do that actually and it's kind of working out like a lot and the personally I feel like the feminine has so much more um pull than the masculine I feel like the masculine personally are let me say it out loud and see if I agree with myself 
But I feel like the masculine is like a great servant, but not master. But I don't know if I'm like mixing up masculine with like our kind of animal instinctive side. I hate to say this right now, but I was like, is it, if I say the masculine feels heavy? Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like the masculine, the masculine feels, feels heavy, heavy and the feminine feels lighter. Interesting. That's interesting. But that's just a, like a feeling right now. I don't know if that's a forever feeling. If it's just like the season I'm in where I like. Well, I would see that as your feminine saying, yeah, pull back to being centered instead of working so much. Which personally, this has been when I've made the biggest jumps in my career. Where I like literally gave up on the masculine. And mm-hmm. I like retreated into like meditation, st- stabilizing, Ooh. aid into savings. But like I got my mind straight and like that like the stuff i was asking for shows up i believe it well that's the season i'm about to enter so (laughs) really tell us um yeah the goal is by september uh 2nd i will be quitting my job which i've been in science and tech for the last decade so um like I peeled back a layer of this last year when I quit my job, but then I got another job two months afterwards. So I'm like, okay, now I know I can land a job if I wanted a job. That's fine. But, but yes, I'm going to do it again, but this time to more of an extreme. And I've been itching to do something just like wildly different, like go to a Tantra retreat for like four months, for example, in Thailand. I literally have been looking at these things or study Reiki for six months somewhere, go some, you know, just like something random, something far-fetched that you wouldn't ever imagine from someone who's kind of worked in like more of a technical field and just fucking do it and see what I learn. Yeah, I you say it. that, but like looking at you, it just is so you, the plans you're... Really? Ah. Yes, I see it. I know my friend joked, she was like, you're going to end up, if you're there for six months, you're going to end up running the retreat and have them on a Google sheet. <laughs> like, all like all the methods will be packed on a Google sheet and shared and distributed. And I was oh like, my yeah, probably. God. <laughs> what, was your, what, what sign are you again? Cancer. You <laughs> are cancers and their spreadsheets, bro. Really? <laughs> yes. That is hilarious. Well, a good spreadsheet. What sign are you? Libra. Well, I can segue what my spreadsheet idea was. Um, it's uh, planning, travel planning. So that's what I'm leaning into is really how do I kind of bottle up all the things that I already do on my normal life? Like, so meeting new people, going into a new city with like no friends and then like being able to meet a ton of people and like actually have meaningful connections, um, being able to have adventures and experiences like what we did for sailing. Um, bottle that up and and plan a trip like that for someone else um, who might be a little bit more timid to try solo travel or, or kind of take that leap on their own. So um, the spreadsheets will come in handy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, yes. That's like you literally using your passion and your zone of genius at the same time. Which is the key for us all. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so more to I come. Love, that's a golden ticket. So post, off. yeah. So post quitting, that's kind of going to be what my focus is. Is like, how can I create this mm-hmm. and launch this business? And that's really going to be my like focus for the rest of the year after. And then an like, adventure. An adventure. Literally, yeah. that's like something along <laughs> maybe those lines. Like, yeah, maybe something, something random. You're just exploring, mm-hmm. daring to go places. All the All places, places that you'll go. go. Like, <laughs> 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 okay. Everything 
from this book. Uh huh. There's a quote for everything from this book. I know, right? Page it's like it's 21. like our podcast Bible or something. <laughs> But that was a perfect segue into community building. Like, yes. yeah, okay, yes, let's sailing. Segue in. Yeah, this like the sailing experience, which is how mm-hmm. we all met, which was yes. well, as a whole group we met. But. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I and mean, that's kind of funny because when you were talking about like coming to Buenos Aires um, alone, like I actually have that as like one of my stories on on Instagram because I was yeah. like, hey, like I landed on New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. And I posted, I was like, I have zero friends and I landed on New Year's Eve. And honestly, my plan was I had a bath bomb that I bought and some face masks. I got an Airbnb with a bathtub and my plan was like, I'm going to go get some dinner and I'm just going to have like a nice peaceful bath by myself. That was like my go-to, I guess, in my toolkit of like what I was going to spend doing um, for New Year's. And then of course I landed and... I had already had like a date lined up, <laughs> so I landed and of course didn't have any pesos and I forgot about the whole holiday thing, um, but within like an hour, went on a date at the Starbucks downstairs. Oh, no way! <laughs> yeah, I love it! Everything was closed, everything was closed, so we went to the Starbucks downstairs and actually went to the pool deck and had, I had my first date in Argentina. And then I love this story. <laughs> off the plane, on, onto the date. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any pesos, so how was a girl going to eat at that point? Um, so then after that date ended, um, I was just like browsing on like WhatsApp groups that I had added already and was like, okay. I'm going to check them out, see what happens, and then if anything feels good, then I'll connect. If not, my go-to is bathtub by myself, and I was actually quite excited about that. Which is not a bad backup plan. After a 17-hour like flight situation, yeah, it was not a bad backup plan. So then um, I had posted, I was like, I have zero friends, and I ended up like meeting a, a, a new well, friend now that I'm still friends with, um, but she and I came, went from Palermo, Hollywood, and went to Plaza Serrano, and that's kind of like our New Year's, um, we had like a meetup that happened that I kind of just randomly went to a house party after that, and it's just all these like random things that happen, because I... I responded to a WhatsApp message that said, like, hey, does anyone want to walk from Playboy Hollywood with me? And I was like, sure. So just putting yourself out there like that in the WhatsApp groups. Mm-hmm. Um, you just reminded me, I spent New Year's in Peru, and I landed similarly, like, the day before or two days before in Lima. And first experience ever of this, I met someone on the plane oh. sitting next to me. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And we became became friends we maybe went on a date okay oh my I god love her, like, airport date this was powers. my first ex- <laughs> well yeah. different <laughs> this was my first like in-flight new meeting someone new mm-hmm. where you like bond like got re- along super well and hung out off the flight like yeah i was like oh my gosh this is so cool like i wish this happened every flight where you meet someone where you're like a similar age you have a lot in common and you arrive to a new city and can hang out like yeah. It was just so cool, and I had just left the U.S. from the holidays, which is always emotional yeah. for me, I feel like, in many, um, and I was going to prove where I've never been, similar, like, you know, new place, and then I had a friend coming off the flight to hang out with. Just, like, serendipitous. Right? Yeah. And um, I was like, this is really beautiful, like, even if, you know, who knows what's going to happen with it, but it's, like, an instant connection. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was New Year's also. I have also, like, a sat next to a person on a plane story, but I, 
ended up in like a pyramid scheme presentation out of it. <laughs> I love that so, so much. <laughs> I was like, oh, this older Filipino lady was like so nice and she's staying at this hotel. And at that point I was with my friend and I was meeting her in Puerto Vallarta. And oh um, so we, we went to this hotel and we thought we were going to have lunch and just like, you know, uh, hang out with them at their pool and know like they were trying to sell us on some diet pills. I <laughs> love that. How My friend was it? giving me dagger eyes. She's like, you better have a plan for us. And I'm like, and how did yeah. you, what did you do? Um, I was like, oh, I'm so hungry. I'm so very hungry right now. Um, I think we're going to have to go grab some food, but we'll be back. We will, we will circle back around and we'll meet you after. You're like, we're definitely not buying <laughs> pills. Yeah. We're actually just going to go get a good meal instead. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a burger. Is that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I can't no. believe. So she won't let me live that one down. So um. I think that's so funny. <laughs> so you never know who you will meet, right? And sometimes you like have fun with them. Sometimes you just gotta let them go. Oh my! Someone needs to make a compilation of plane stories, Ooh. like a book of plane stories. That would be. There's so many. Are you writing it writing down? it down? I love it. I love that we know that you write down good ideas. Like, that is... To circle back to later. Yeah, that would be... There's got... I mean, there's been couples who've gotten engaged... Who met and then gotten engaged. There's, like... That could be an interesting show. And it's, like, the... The crew stays the same, but, like, you see different stories. And then there's also, like, a background story. It's, like, the flight attendant with the murder. (laughs) Have you seen that show? No. It's, uh, I forget the name, Haley Coco. She's also the one on Big Bang Theory. <gasps> oh, uh, is, there, is it her new show? Uh, I think it's new-ish. It's like a, the couple I, seasons I think in. I keep seeing her billboard yeah. in blue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a really good show. Good? It's kind of like a thriller, but based on being like a, she's a flight attendant and somehow like, can't remember what happened over the course of something, but um, there's a murder that happens and they think the she plane? did it and um, it was in one of their stopovers. Um, what is it on HBO Max? I think so. Or a Netflix, one of the... Oh, cool, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. But yeah, no, I think the, that one's more of a murder spin. This one could be like a cute love story. And we're lighter. <laughs> spin, yeah. Okay, I have something I want to say about the friendships. Ooh. Yes. Frick, let me remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> What, what I wanted to do is, I'm going to ask you guys a few questions about this friendship situation, okay? Because I feel like what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast has everything to do with it because this is like a self-love and self-exploration journey. It's the way you're going to attract the people you want into your life. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be seasons and there's going to be friends you're going to let go of and it is going to be you at the end of the day living your journey. And like mm-hmm. you said sometimes... Like, it's okay to let go let go of, like, family or, like, things that, like, you now can choose your own path. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not, like, betrayal or whatever. So, um, to give an example, and I want to know what you guys would think, would say, I was talking to a friend this morning, and she was saying that um, she was tired of her old friend group um, that doesn't want to do, I mentioned that earlier, that doesn't want to do these things that like she's now interested in and she wants to do and um and she's she so she was in this typical like problem which i feel like a lot of people are even if they're not traveling of i don't have any friends or like i don't have like new exciting people in my life 
I feel like a lot of people have that problem, right? Mm-hmm. Even, like, as well as we are connected now. Oh, yeah. I know we would not think so, because I feel like it rarely happens to us, but there's a lot of people that don't know, the like, don't relate to, like, friendships and creating relationships the way we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what would you guys say, like, we do differently? I mean, I was in that place before. Yeah, I think we all were. Yeah, we Like, how did we get out of that? Um, well, I think one of the things was, like, realizing that, like, you can't really change someone. Once you realize you can't change someone, it's your choice whether or not you're going to accept that in your life or walk wow. away. Because if you're spending all your energy of, like, oh, my God, like, my friend's such a gossip. My friend, like, doesn't want to do anything with me. Like, that's not going to change. So you putting in effort and complaining about what they're not doing is not going to serve you. At the end of the day, you're still not going to get someone that's That is so wise. Well, who, where'd you learn that? A lot of painful... <laughs> that's painful. life experience? Yeah, life experiences. Um, but yeah, you realize, you're like, okay, if I am in this world and I can only change myself, I'm going to go do that because that's actually going to be more fruitful. And to segue off of that... <laughs> I love how much we've used the word segue. <laughs> have shifted is choosing to create to change your environment Mm -hmm. to be what that is and surround yourself with like-minded people which is not easy but it's decision and but can you talk a little bit about those steps because I feel like some people don't even know what those steps would be that you're talking about yeah yeah so it's like okay maybe it's that you are for example when I lived in San Francisco I got super burnt out of the hustle culture and like tech and I wanted a slower pace of life which pushed me to travel but then I moved to San Diego because you know San Diego it's very chill um, <laughs> it's more relaxed chill environment and I wanted a change of environment with changing my environment I also got super into uh, a lot of like wellness practices around that time and changing my environment to a slower pace and just knowing that those were new interests of mine, I also started to maybe attract those people, but mm-hmm. found myself finding more and more, like, yoga studios, friends. I feel like you friends. have to be willing to, like, willing to be willing to be alone in order yeah. to attract all these people yes. into your life. Because yeah. moving somewhere alone, say, and going to things alone, like we've talked yeah. about, and it's a, and it's a season, right? Because you're a season of solitude. But I'm just but thinking. Attracting, realigning, realigning with I love it. your new interests. Just to add a little practicality here, I'm like, I'm thinking about this from the perspective of my friend. Okay. Because um, she, so she's also in the practical part where she's like, okay, like I am, like, I am willing, but I am anxious going to an mm. event alone. Mm. And, um. It's just kind of like those mental battles. Do you guys have any practical tips for that? Well, so I found that you actually meet more people when you're by yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you are there, you're vulnerable, you're Okay, that sounds nice, but I feel like to so many people, are you kidding me? I know, I I can't even fathom planning to do that. 
Okay, so I guess the first thing is like if you're going to go somewhere uh, to meet up event, do it for like something that you want to do. So for example, you mentioned leaning into activity. It doesn't have to be a meetup event. It could be a class. You could go to yoga class. You can go, I so got into rock So step one, climbing. start to explore your interests. Yeah, your interests and what you value, right? And, and what, what you value. And a quick parenthesis here, this is an exploration. Like no one, you don't have to already know, but mm-hmm. you have to allow yourself to take these steps yeah. and go to these classes. Also a note about classes is like everyone many people go to classes alone Mm -hmm. even if they have a ton of friends and they're in their home city it's like for example like how often do you go to say a workout class that you're the only one going to you know like so going to a class can be a more comfortable way to go to something alone because Mm -hmm. also like all the attention isn't on you you're in a group and everyone's like doing an activity you know that's a great baby step I like that yeah another idea I just was thinking of is like for example, your friend, mm-hmm. you're a supportive friend. She's talked to you about this and confided in you. Having that friend support you in this transition and say, mm-hmm. hey, will you wing woman my plant, me trying this yeah. new place just for like comfort? Like, would you like mind going with me to one event and like just because I'm terrified to go alone and like you supporting your friend and going with her? But she lives in New York. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that. Another supportive friend in New York. <laughs> oh, like, friends of friends. I make yeah. a lot of friends and actually, like, really good friends. Friends, friends of friends. That's friends my favorite. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, but I think also, like, the underlayer here is an attitude that we have of, like, I am willing to leave, like, the comfort of just staying home or, yeah. like... <clears throat> I feel like in a way you have to be like irritated enough where like you just kind of like can't deal like you're just itching so to, like, to, to go yeah because you're I mean as, as much as we all love to like be on our own I think there is that itch for extroversion where you're like okay I do want to see people I do want to experience I want to go out mm-hmm. and it is seasons but I do think it, it's almost like with dating like sometimes like if you don't date for a long time it just like takes a second to get the wheels going but once you get the wheels going, next thing you know, yeah. you're, like, dating, like, seven guys. And, yeah. like, I feel like it's, <laughs> <laughs> Is that just me? Like, I'm just kidding. And then they just fall in, like... They really do, though, because, like, like, I feel that way. Like, on the app, it's either, like, nothing at all or, like, all at once. And you're just, like, whoa, where, where did this all come it's from? Seasons. Yeah. So, practicality. Take a class, like... Sign up for things that, like, you're interested in. I just feel like so many people don't even know, like, what do I what do I Google? Like, what do I... Yeah, I actually made a list of 50 things, and I'm like, I need to publish this, and but it's, like, 50 different ways um, to make friends. And I actually, I've realized I've done this in two weeks every time that I've gone to a new city. You should plug your Instagram. Oh, yeah. Mm. At Jeline on the go, G E L E N. O N T H E G O. And spell out the whole thing. Uh, or Helene on the go, however you guys say it in, in Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but yeah, so that's the thing is like, um, like when I moved from San Diego to Chicago, I had this mentality of I know no one. The same thing will happen in Buenos Aires. I know no one. So either I know no one forever or I'm going to put myself out there mm-hmm. and at least try and put like, connect with someone share a meal with someone do an activity right and so when your option is zero 
or something, you know, you're going to put yourself out there. Um, but yeah, in Chicago, I like reached out to friends or friends. That was like a big thing. Um, if you have a career in this particular field, mm-hmm. you can reach out to different associations, get involved with boards. Honestly, the Facebook digital nomads thing oh, yeah, is Facebook, crazy too. Yeah, Facebook digital nomads, Facebook groups in general, I think. I mean, that's yeah. kind of how... I, actually... Oh, I started one for slow travelers. Oh. For slow Oh my god, slow I love that. Yeah. Slow nomads? Because that's like how I live this lifestyle and like what I really believe in for like immersion and like mm-hmm. really connecting with places. And actually for this topic, finding community so because what I learned nomading like in Mexico was like to really connect with the place. It takes time and mm-hmm. to find community. Like we can go put ourselves out there and go to events. Of course, and meet people, but like to make deep, meaningful connection, it just takes time. Mm-hmm. And I found that like slow traveling is like the sweet spot where I feel like I can really learn about a place, the people, and connect and create like meaningful relationships. And then like feel really connected to a place before, you know, moving to a new one. Like that's what Buenos Aires was for me. I was more of an expat here because I lived here for two years, but like. It, like, has forever changed my life living here. Like, it was... Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, because it was, like, so much growth, you know, through, like, moving here alone. And, like, then when I went to Mexico, like, Mexico City became that because I spent more time there and, like, really connected with, like, the dance community there. But that took, like, three to six months to feel connected, you know? Mm -hmm. Right, I got that. So that's why, like, I really... Like, I know everyone goes at their own pace, but... I feel like a sweet spot for nomading has been slow traveling. And coming back here, I've, like, reconnected with expat friends Mm -hmm. and really been thinking about it more of how, like, being an expat is beautiful, too, because you're really, like, part of the place. Like, it's your home, you Mm -hmm. know? And with nomading, something when I moved from expat to nomad that was hard was, like, oh, like, I'm going to leave this place soon, you know? Yeah. And so this is, like, the sweet spot in the middle to, like, connect and then when you're ready move on you know to your next destination and the challenge is though is that you get like this connection and like when I flew from Mexico City home like I literally was like like crying inside oh my gosh because it felt like home yeah when I left Buenos Aires in the pandemic I mean that was like (laughs) emotional for many reasons but also felt like it's like you're leaving a piece of you somewhere. Yeah. And you like know? you're not you're changed too from the person that you came in and with. Yeah, and that's I think the beauty of slow slow travel versus country hopping, which is like beautiful. You see lots of sights, but do you connect, you know? Mm-hmm. Like And honestly right now in my life I want connection more than well actually no. I also want all the sights. Yeah. It's a balance. It's, it's a balance. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is it is it is a balance. Like and I've I've aired towards like three to six months of my travels now for that reason, because I only spent maybe like a few weeks in Mexico City and I made amazing connections in those two weeks. But now it's like, oh I know we could have totally developed that friendship a little bit more, but now we're at this like phase where if I, I do go, I'm gonna see them and hang out and we can continue where we left off. But it's just not as meaningful, maybe, as where I'm at with my Dude, connections. Dude, I just I love, see that. I love the mentality you guys have of, like, literally... Like, you guys have an empowering belief that is, I can just move somewhere in the world and connect with people there. 
And I believe everyone can. Yeah, everyone can do Right, that. but I, like, a but, lot of people don't and, even have that awareness that they could. And I get, and I completely understand it's scary, because, like, it's, I mean, for us now, because we've done it, it's like a, you, it's a muscle you build. Yeah. It's a muscle you build. And it just takes that first time. Yeah. That first meetup, that first class that you go to. Yeah. To slowly know that, like, yeah, like you said earlier, like, when you know you have yourself, like, you you trust in your ability to connect with people, and you do that over and over again, it becomes just natural after that. And, yes, and I think it's, it is, um, it's, it teaches you self-trust. Because the more you do it, the more you know you can keep doing it. And you'll find your people. And you know... Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you'll find your people anywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's where we connect. That's, like, how we relate with ourselves. Mm-hmm. With, like, like, like we... For us, it's more important, like, to find this journey within ourselves in this world than, like, follow some sort of, like, rigged line and just, like create a sense of security which is yeah security yeah it's like i'd rather be alone than be with the wrong people right because mm-hmm. there's nothing like there's actually nothing lonelier to me than being in like a large crowd or like yeah you're there you're can you mention by the way what you were gonna say like when you go out that your you your intention oh. is like to connect with at least one person yeah and so that's that's like what i've found has been like the most helpful for for actually getting down into like a meaningful level with connections is i can go somewhere and i can have a two sentence conversation with everyone of like where are you from what do you do and rotate around the room doing that or i don't worry about meeting everyone in the room i just worry about the conversation that i'm in right now and if at the whole three hour meetup i'm only talking to one person that was who I was meant to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, there's times where you're like, okay, this conversation's going nowhere, I must excuse myself. Then then you can end it mm. and, and move on. But like, Oh, those are the worst. They honestly. are. <laughs> they yeah, really are. that doesn't happen to me often. Do you know what I just no. thought about? Is like the fear about uh, finding your people, maybe? Mm. And something that's beautiful about traveling and meeting people in each place is that like, I've never felt more empowered to choose who my people are mm-hmm. than in this lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Because when you grow up somewhere and you're, like, in your comfort bubble, it's like you have your people, which is great. But it's really challenging as you grow and you change to let go of people who've been part of your life forever when you're in the same environment. But when you're traveling and exploring and entering a new place, you really have the power. It's like, who is for me and who is not for me? Mm-hmm. I decide, you know, without guilt. Yeah. Love that. I love that too. I really, like, that just clicked for me how it's like, it's scary, but it's like beautifully empowering, you know? And yeah, and you're allowed to. Like, you really are. Yeah. For me, it's like taking that position of an adult. Like, you really can make your own decisions now. There's no one, you're not going to, you're, you're not going to punish yourself. Like, yeah. And if you don't feel good around someone else's energy, like I, I do this, like in the very beginning, you don't feel like, like good within your own energy because someone else is around, then there's something that's not clicking and you don't have, you don't have to invest in that person, that relationship. It could just be that one conversation and then you already know mentally, okay, like, 
that's not for me. Maybe maybe you can give them another chance in a group setting, but like on a one-on-one, that's not going to be something that you, you know, you'll tread lightly, right? So those are kind of mm-hmm. lessons that you start to learn as yes. well, is that like, listen to how you're feeling when you first are with someone, and it's wow. listening to that intuition again of like, Aww. something is like clicking, why do I feel anxious? Mm-hmm. It's, maybe there's like cues that they are doing, like things, ways that they're talking, that normally you wouldn't pick up on um but like your body's picking up on it and like i realized when people have a tendency to talk over me or minimize things like that i like really mean nothing but like they're making it a point to minimize it to make themselves feel better like i start to really pick up on that in the very first conversation and and that's when i'm like no this isn't going to be something that i really want to invest in because you are meeting so many people you're putting yourself out there all the time you get to choose Mm-hmm. I so agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's funny? Um, funny thing about how I met Jolene, I had just um, <clears throat> so like I moved here two years ago from Argentina. So basically, at that point, long story short, I had like a friend group, and I had like broken up with like a guy in the group. Basically, so I kind of like got away f- like from all of them, just like removed myself completely from the situation. So, when I went up to my pool, like, I had been, like, with, like, two weeks of, like, no friends. Because just, like, my whole social circle was that. And also, I was just, like, so ready to, like, just move on. It was, like, not healthy. But, um, and I went up to the pool, like, and it was an intuition thing, too. Like, I was, like, it was, yeah, and and it, it was an uncomfortable time for me of, like, being with myself, like, I think also, like, I got really caught up in the other friend group and just kind of, well, whatever. It was what it was. But, um, and I, now I went up to the pool, I met Jolene, we ate, mm-hmm. and, and you told me, like, about the digital nomads, and, like, suddenly, after, like, two weeks of no friends, I was in a group chat with 300 people. Oh, wow. Of, like, people are, like, <laughs> the nomad hey, yeah. yeah, like, hey, I'm going to get some drinks in Palermo. Like, I, I didn't know how to connect with people. Anyway, that, and then I did, like, this, like, full moon ritual that was, like, with, went with my house or whatever, and I was, like, the friendship thing. Yeah, so I set some intentions in that area, and I don't really know what happened since then to now, but, like, I do, like, I don't even think, like, oh, who am I going to hang out with? Like, I just constantly have the most amazing people mm-hmm. around me, and, and I just flow, and I, like, enjoy myself, and then I enjoy the people, mm-hmm. And anyway, it's just crazy. It's like another realm from like, how do I meet people to like, you're not even question like, yeah. and when it's time to be alone, I feel like you know how to dig into it and mm-hmm. enjoy it and grow from it too. Yeah. That also just made me think of how this like growth of what we've talked about of like letting go of people mm-hmm. is that when you let go of people who are no longer aligned with who you are you create space for more people who are aligned to re-enter but you have to be willing to let go first. exactly yeah. yeah to create the space yeah and space can be very uncomfortable sometimes yeah because even though that person was like dragging your energy down which like you know it just like something was telling you no it's like suddenly you don't have this like ball and chain to your legs and you're like whoa and you're kind of like floating and like People couldn't, like, that's actually just uncomfortable. It's not necessarily bad. But I also think it's it's partially because you are, their energy is so in your, in your field that you become, like, absorbed as part, like, you're connected. And so letting go is hard because you're, like, that was taking up your 
energy field for a while and it's like now you like it just it's like you have this like lightness almost do you think it's also like saying goodbye to a part of yourself like the part of yourself that was like friends with that person because you have to grow right yeah you know that you have to grow apart from this person in order to like reach your next level but you have to say goodbye to this older version of you that was friends with them yeah and yes. so like you're not just saying bye to your friend you're saying bye to that old you and like letting go of part of you also is kind of hard as well yeah and to like that relationship yeah it's like a breakup well actually yeah. for me it's like way more chill than that hmm. i don't i just kind of like if i'm not vibing with someone at the moment i just kind of like keep vibing into like my own thing and sometimes mm. it circles back and I guess it depends on how deep that connection was and if they were like someone that's been there for a while mm. or someone that you're like yeah. mm. there was a girl I was recently like like uh, last year like best friends with like every day like super super best friend and then we just entered different seasons yeah and now like, we hung out the other day and it was awesome see and yeah, that can happen time. super naturally and then you may reconnect but like I think it can happen in more than one way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, it was it was mainly me. I just wanted to to explore something else. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that's fine. I think we all have those types of friendships as well. Where like, I mean, especially living nomadically, where mm-hmm. you know you are so close with someone in the same city, but then you, for, like long distance wise, it just However, isn't. However, do you far. guys ever have like some friends? <laughs> see how this sounds. But some friends that like. <clears throat> keep looping in the same problems over and yes. over. <laughs> you mean they have the same problems over and over? Or you and the friend? Ooh. No, no, they. Like, in their life, mm. and they're just constantly, like... Like, I'm like, it's been a year. You haven't tried something new? And it's like, I'll love you through it, and, like, yeah. we'll vibe sometimes. But I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, no, I mean, that's, like, friends and relationships, right? Where you're like, oh, I know, I know what, like, you deserve, but you're going to have to learn this lesson and you're choosing yeah, to Yeah, I think that's friendships, honestly, because we're all doing that at some, in some yeah. area of our life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, with a job. Like, oh, okay, you should have quit, like, two years ago, but you're still in it. Or, like, oh, you should have moved or, you know, ended something, whatever the, it yeah, is. Yeah, all the things. Like, human nature. And that's what friends are, like, I think friends to an extent, are a good support system, but it can't be your only support system. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, therapy and coaching and, mm-hmm. like, spreading wow. it all out. what you just said was amazing. Well, okay, duh. Because I feel like all of us are, like, in therapy. We have coaching, mm-hmm. and we have, like, a diverse group of friends. We've got, like, the family. We also have the, like, best friend that's, like, in another country yeah. that, like, you FaceTime. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, that's the one that, like, drops in even if you're in the shower. You're like, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> and honestly, that may or may not be a key to success here is to to diversify yeah it, it really just like is. you shouldn't get fully immersed it is like you have friends you shouldn't different... get fully immersed in a relationship with a guy but like i think they can always be your is gonna be your this balance of like it's you, honestly no yeah it's have you feeling yourself mm-hmm. and you coming like whole to the situation and being a contribution yeah. And both of you evolving and continually choosing again and again, and you choose to continue doing this together. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You can't overweigh one person, any person in your life, with every single problem. You you have to, one, rely on yourself. I have one last question. Mm-hmm. In this journey of, um, like, I feel like in like the best way possible, we're putting ourselves above everyone else, and like, from a compassionate stance, 
Does that make sense? How? How? Like you're putting yourself first? Yeah, like I feel like our priority in our lives is like getting to know ourselves. Yeah, and I think that that makes you know what I mean. Everyone's priority. Yes, should be. but I feel like there's this weird storyline attached to it that like it's wrong or like egoistic. Mm-hmm. That was my last. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I want to hear okay. it. Yes. No, I think that that's a huge misconception, and I think it's a programming that prioritizing yourself is selfish. As a coach, I strongly believe, <laughs> strongly, that prioritizing yourself is the biggest gift you can give to everyone. To everyone. Oh, yeah. Because the more you prioritize yourself, the more you feel whole and balanced and happy, the more that ripples out to everyone in your life. Yeah. And it can actually positively affect all of your relationships because you're able to show up at your best. When you're deprioritizing yourself, when you're burnt out, mm-hmm. when you're drained, when you are resentful, mm. it's like a lack of boundaries, right? It's like when you're constantly letting people impede on like you putting your needs first, that deteriorates you, right? And you yeah. you don't feel good and you don't feel at your best and that actually really can be harmful to relationships. It can lead to resentment, like tension, um, you can always feel like you're putting others' needs before yours. So I think it's important to be compassionate and empathetic, but have strong boundaries and know like your what fills your cup and put that first. Of course, like we have family emergencies or things where like you you want to prioritize other people, right? But like on the day to day, I think I actually think it's the opposite that prioritizing it's yourself your gift to the world is your gift to yourself. to yourself and the world. It's literally, yeah. like, the best option. Yeah. And I think people are afraid to do it, and that's, like, what... And the guilt is what causes that. Because they that. feel guilty yeah. for some reason. Because I feel like it's it's a programming. Like, it's what society says. And so... That don't just think about yourself. Think serve about others. others. Yeah. Serve. And you can serve and still prioritize well, actually, yourself. Actually, what, I, what actually happens, I feel like as you begin to heal you naturally start serving people and from your talents and Mm -hmm. your beauty. Yeah, I think that people also see you working on yourself and how then you're impacting others. Um, it's you're setting an example, so you're you're basically serving others through an example and not necessarily by like doing things. It's an example of what's possible. Embodiment. Mm -hmm. Moving abroad, I felt so guilty. Leaving family, like choosing to do this for myself and I used to feel so guilty the first year of doing it and then I saw as I grew happier because I was really unhappy in my life in the U.S. as I grew happier and as I embraced the lifestyle that like really fills me up how all of my family grew to support it more than anything like they would just instead of saying like when are you coming home it was like where are you going next yeah and that like shift for me was like everything and it's like a subtle question difference right Mm -hmm. but for me meant the world because it's like oh wow like they want to know or like send a picture or like oh like will you be home this christmas like which of course i want to go home but like (laughs) you know like in and i was just telling this to a friend who's thinking he he's local and thinking to make this um change and I was like, the more that 
you grow, the more that your choice makes you happy, the more those that you love will support. Because yeah. ultimately, we all want each other to be happy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you care most about with your loved ones, right? That they're yeah. healthy and happy. But only yeah. you can do that for yourself. Everyone can yeah. only do it for themselves. Yes. It's the only way. Like, you can try to manipulate someone into, like, thinking differently and, like, trying to help them. Mm-hmm. But everyone's going to have to, like, pick their own journey. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. I think we can end on that note. I like yes. that. <laughs> this was like we were this was this was I feel like I feel like we were in the zone. It, this was all the things. This was all, all the things. things. I love I it. Okay. Um, well, do we well, end on a quote from um, Doctor Doctor Seuss? Oh, who's choosing? You will go. This is your choice. Okay, we're gonna have to do like a random. I love that. I'm gonna just do a surprise. I love that she went for I'm like gonna, a, whatever my finger. Okay, so the p- words are here. Okay. Just say it out loud. Wait, just say it. This was a sad one. No, say it. Say it anyway. Say it anyway. We gotta. No, this is the most beautiful part of the book. Say it. I'm afraid that sometimes you'll play lonely games too. Games you can't win because you'll play against you. That's my favorite quote from the whole book, bro. But. Think of the power of that play against you. Like, it's you versus you. But for me, I like, it's interesting that you saw it as sad because for me, it's beautiful. I mean, it's on, like, one of the, you know. Yeah. (laughs) But, yes, but, like, that's this book for me. These, that's these books for me. Initially, like, I feel like through programming, we want to look at this as, like, off. But it just is a part of the journey. That's true. Yeah, I I, I like that it ended there now. Because, yeah, it's like. Sometimes you are going to play lonely games. Sometimes you are going to be alone, but it's like being choosing that comfort and that loneliness. Seasons, seasons. Yeah, I love that. I love it. I feel like I just I feel like I, I always used to want to like figure out life, and I feel like I finally. Did. <laughs> You're done. Like every question I have, I have like an answer for, and the ones I don't, I just have like the piece to just like. Or you know how to get the it. answer too. Or yeah. how to get it, and I'll just be present in the meantime, just like cruising through. I love it. Okay, well, on that note, right on an hour, just Ooh, perfect. Okay. All oh, right. Wow. Goodbye.